Hello, and thank you for joining us on Giving Voice to Depression. I'm Bridget. And I'm Terry. More than 350 million people worldwide suffer from depression, but you do not have to have it yourself to be affected by it. Its prevalence pretty much guarantees that someone you care about battles its darkness. This podcast tries to shine some light into that darkness. We're not experts and we're not therapists. We're sisters and best friends who live with depression and are committed to encouraging healthy, healing conversations about mental illness. Episodes in this season are made possible by a grant from the Charles E. Kubley Foundation, which is dedicated to bettering the lives of those affected by depression. We are solely responsible for podcast content. Hello, Bridget. Hi, Terry. With Suicide Prevention Awareness Month drawing to a close, we want to remind everyone that this topic, this effort, this deep, deep need is not a 30-day thing. Each day, we need to be aware of the signs of depression and that someone may be suicidal. Each day, we need to be willing to reach out for the help we need and to reach in to offer support to someone who may be struggling. Our last two episodes give tips and specific language on how to do that if you haven't listened yet. And on today's show, we're doing something a little bit different than usual. We're talking with two people who have both reached out on the Giving Voice to Depression Facebook page to say that they needed connection or support or help. They were needing to not feel alone. Mm -hmm. And one had just lost her husband and the other was suicidal. Now, we need to make perfectly clear that if you are in danger, you need to get immediate help. Dial 911, go to a hospital, call or text a crisis hotline, reach out to your doctor, therapist, anyone who has experience helping someone through a suicidal crisis. We aren't therapists, and neither are most of the people in our Facebook community. That said, there is very real power and value in being available to listen, to expressing support and empathy, to simply being there for someone, even if it's someone that you don't know. Mm -hmm. Today, we're joined by our Facebook community members, B and Debbie, giving their voice to depression. B has three words tattooed on her arm in Latin. They translate to life, love, and sorrow. And those are the three things that we are given in this life. And you absolutely, you know, you you have to deal with these things as difficult as they are. B found the Giving Voice to Depression Facebook page very shortly after we launched it in 2017. In the beginning, she was one of the very few people who let us know our daily posts were actually helpful. I love the fact that it feels very much like a community. You know, when people are in need and you post, you know, this person is having a really rough time. Can everybody just send her a little message? I think it's so important. Mental illnesses and mental problems are overlooked. They're poo-pooed unless you're going through it yourself and you have gone through it yourself, it's very easy to dismiss it because it's not something you can see. Like if that person had a broken arm or a broken leg, you can see that they're in pain. But because it is hidden, you're treated completely differently. 
you brought up that when we post, hey, can you step up and show some support to this particular community member who's having a hard time? I've never talked to somebody for whom we did that. And you were that somebody over Christmas when your husband had his heart attack. Are you willing to talk about what that experience was like for you? Absolutely. How did it help? Did it help? Yes, it absolutely did. Because I wasn't alone. I wasn't alone in my grief and in my sorrow and anxiety and fear. There were people who came from a place of real empathy. And empathy is really, really important. And I know I won't be shut down. I know I won't be ridiculed. I know that there will be people that will be incredibly supportive. It is not um, fluff. It is not just a social. It is a real healing site. And it has been incredibly helpful for me. And that's why we're always saying how important listening is. People who struggle with their mental health have been conditioned, if not directly told, to keep it to themselves. Nobody wants to hear about it. No one's going to understand anyway. But other people who have that same struggle do understand. When you say, please talk to this person who is struggling, it is a mission to impart the wisdom that I have and the tools that I have and the experience that I have to try to help another person. It's very empowering. Your site is very, very empowering for us. It's beautiful to hear you describe that uh, exchange and that relationship from both sides because you recognize the healing nature of stepping up for someone else and you have been on the receiving end of it. Oh, yes. And it, it, it was just, I was, I was stunned. I, 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 I had tears just coming down my face half the day when I would check and say, you know, another 30 people wrote B. It was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. And uh, I would like to think that love, because there really is love there, that it is reciprocated. It is a cycle of love, understanding, empathy, caring. A cycle of love, understanding, empathy, and caring. Let that sink in. We're talking about the night a woman's husband died. And because strangers took the time to post a little note online that took seconds to write, she felt supported, not alone. We call the nearly 4,000 people on our Facebook page a community because they act like the best of one. Being able to give empathy, to get it back, to be able to share in an environment where no one is going to say, Hey, lady, you better pull up your big girl panties and get on with it, you know? Like, no, people understand that you're vulnerable, that you're vulnerable and you're hurting, and you need those words of encouragement. 
You need those words that are going to help you move forward, that you are going to be able to the next day or the, mo the moment after be able to put one foot in front of the other and keep on going. It's so important. It is a crucial, absolutely crucial site. So from the bottom of our hearts, we want to thank all the people on our Facebook page and out in the world as well, who take a moment to notice and respond to another human in need. It might just be a smile or asking, hey, are you okay? Checking in with a friend who seems off or sending some kind words to a stranger online. And we want to thank every person who shares their experience and their story in the hopes of letting others know they are not alone and that there is hope. People like our podcast guests. It is very interesting to hear other people's voices, stories, coping strategies, anywhere where you can get tools that it's there and available is, it's epic. It, it comes from a place of realness. It comes from a place of authenticity. You know, you may think, oh, it's a guy. And I don't think he's going to have anything to say that is going to be relatable to me. And then you really get shocked because not only is it relatable, it, you know, you get these aha moments where it's like, bingo, absolutely. This is absolutely nail on the head. And that's really, really important for letting you move on and move forward with baby steps and knowing even that if you stumble, there's somewhere where you can go to be lifted, to be lifted up. It makes me feel I'm not a freak of nature that, you know, there are very real people suffering in this world. And I really hope that they find you guys. It's just too too dark and too hard to be there alone, and that was the hundred percent the intention behind starting it. It was just having spent that really long time in that place myself, and when I finally came out of it, just saying no, 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 no. You know, there has to be some way to communicate to the people who are there that there is an other side, and that they're not alone, and that they can learn from people who've been there, and you know that there is love, and there is hope, and there is help, and I'm so grateful that that message is, is actually getting to at least one person, <laughs> and I'm glad I got the chance to talk with her, because it really does just melt my heart and make me want to cry, because I was so convinced by depression's lies that my life was just kind of over, and I don't want anybody to feel that way. I have been in some very, very dark places. I have thought about suicide several times in my life. Our second guest today, Debbie, knows those dark places all too well. Last week, she found herself there again. She reached out to her sister and called her to her house. She called NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness, and a local counseling center at which she made an appointment. She also posted on our Facebook page. So let's go to the beginning. Yesterday when I posted a quote from a 
podcast we did last week that said asking for people to check in with you when you're struggling is just like buckling your seatbelt when you get in a car. It's an extra safety measure. And you wrote, I can't handle it today. Uh, and you said, I want a different life. This one isn't worth it. What's happened since? So when I reached out to you guys, I mean, I have nobody else to talk to. You have helped me. Tell me how, please. And I'm glad. What you did was not any of like the real niceties or anything. Well, you know, maybe you need to go and see a therapist or blah, blah, blah. It's like, I know that already. You know, that's not someone that I want to talk to. You know, I want somebody that's been right around my door and it has gone through the same shit as me. I felt a lot more comfortable. Without getting graphic, we want to paint a picture. Debbie, unbeknownst to us, had actually written goodbye letters to her family. Her sister was with her, but she was so agitated she was pacing the room. She says she kept checking her Facebook post and finding more and more messages of encouragement. I'm literally wearing a t-shirt right now that says your story will save lives. And I believe that your experience of reaching out, I mean, you were literally writing letters to say goodbye to your family yesterday. And you found the strength or the resolve or whatever the right word there is to reach out to several places, including a Facebook page. And you actually found love and encouragement and support that, that helped you shift. And I think that's profound. You know, I'm, I'm looking at a pretty long list of people who wrote um, in response to you, and it was, you know, love and life is hard and we're here for you. One step forward at a time. Stay strong. Bless you. Do those things help or is it? Oh, my God, they help me immensely. I don't know if you've seen that post since then, but I sent a thank you post to all the people that were there and that reached out to me. And, you know, I couldn't have done it without them, knowing that there was somebody there. I mean, it was it was getting bad. And all the kind, kind words I got from everybody. I, I was crying when I saw them. When I was reading them, I was like, oh, my gosh. I really uh, commend you for digging deep and finding a reason and the strength to reach out. Uh, I think we all have a survival instinct. I think it's human. And so to know that as dark as it got, it's pretty damn dark, that you uh, still had that desire to connect and and ask for help. And I'm so grateful that our community um, rallied. Good. Well, and I am too. And I am so thankful that your community is there and that I saw enough of your posts because I'm going to cry because if I wouldn't have seen it, you know, and if I wouldn't have reached out. Please remember these examples. We have several others, and thankfully, so do the many, many other places to connect with people online. So don't hesitate to reach out because you think that one person without training can't do anything to prevent suicide. You never ever know. Sometimes your lived experience is the best qualification of all. Absolutely. This podcast is an example of that, Terry. You know, our lived experience and our needs that weren't met at the time when we most needed support blossomed and grew into this. So, you know, one person taking action clearly can make a difference. But I also want to say that sometimes we do need doctors and therapists and maybe even meds and that we would never, ever deny that as an aspect of 
treatment and taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. We use them ourselves. Mm -hmm. But more importantly, there's a place for humanity, for stepping into even the shallow end and simply posting online as an easy example that I've been there. Hang on. I know it gets better. I didn't believe it when I was there either, but it does get better. Just that reminder from sort of outside your busy, crazy, toxic brain can make all the difference. And we have to at least try, right? We absolutely do. And it, and it really, you know, some people will do grand things and that's awesome. But some of us can't, uh, don't have time or won't or don't feel qualified. And who's not qualified to say, I'm here, uh, you're not alone, I'm praying for you, I'm thinking of you, I'm holding you in my heart. Sometimes that's all it takes. I think that is grand, Terry. Oh, that's such a good point. That's such a good point. Yeah, it certainly was to both these women, right? Yeah, it's just, you know, it's a human need. Connection. And it's simple. I mean, I know simple isn't always easy, but, you know, the the human simplicity of this core basic need to cultivate connection Mm -hmm. is um, beautiful. It is. And real. Beautiful and real. So thank you uh, for telling your story, for sharing how the people in our community and on our podcast have helped you, and thank you for being there as part of those communities helping us. Bye, Bridge. Bye, Terry. I love you. I love you, too. We hope that these shared stories bring out a little more understanding or help people articulate their experiences of depression a little more clearly or more freely. Thanks to all, everyone who's digging deep and finding the words and finding the courage to give voice to depression. You can find all the other episodes, some resources, and a blog on our website, givingvoicetodepression.com. And you can find the podcast most of the other places that you find podcasts. Just Google it, as our mom says. And please remember, if you're hurting, speak up. If someone else is hurting, listen up.